Hi, everyone. I'm Elizabeth Stein, founder and CEO of Purely Elizabeth. And this is Live Purely with Elizabeth, featuring candid conversations about how to thrive on your wellness journey. This week's guest is Crystal DeGroot, co-founder of Your Super, one of the biggest superfood brands in the U.S. and Europe. A force to be reckoned with, Crystal is the mastermind behind Your Super Formulas, packaging and branding, and has been named among the 30 under 30 by both Forbes and Inc. Magazine. She is a nutrition coach with certifications in plant-based nutrition from E. Cornell University and my alma mater, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. In this episode, we talk about Crystal's journey launching Your Super from her personal wellness journey, helping her partner and now husband feel better after his cancer diagnosis. She shares about the importance of a variety of plants and superfoods in our diet, how they source ingredients direct from the farm, tips for making plant-based eating easy, healthy, and delicious, and her newest project, the launch of her first cookbook, Your Super Life. It was so great to connect with Crystal. Keep listening to learn more. If you haven't had the chance to try our grain-free granolas yet, head on over to Walmart to now find them in the gluten-free, healthy living aisle in select Walmart locations. Our grain-free granolas have crunchy clusters of nuts, superfood seeds, and creamy nut butters, all baked with organic coconut oil and sweetened with coconut sugar. They are gluten-free, paleo, and keto certified. Use the link in the notes section to find Purely Elizabeth products at a Walmart store near you. Crystal, welcome to the podcast. It's a pleasure to have you on as we just were starting this off. I can't believe we've never met over the years, but I'm so happy to be connected. So happy to be connected and I'm excited to be here. And I can also not believe it after all those years. And I'm sure we passed each other in expos and everything that we just have not actually met in person. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Well, let's start with your personal wellness journey and really what inspired you to start your super. Yeah, started the company for very personal reasons. Um, so I, this is already 10 years ago, which is crazy. Michael, Congratulations, 10 mile, ten year ten milestone. Years. <laughs> 10 years ago, Michael had cancer. He was 24. I was 22 at the time. And it was really such an aha moment for both of us. I think we're, you know, we were both athletes. We played tennis growing up. We were traveling the world. You're young, wild and free, right? And nothing can hit you. Well, and it did. And I think... There were a couple of things that happened. So I watched the movie Forks Over Knives while he was going for chemo. And it was such an aha moment for me where I was like, okay, so you're telling me if I eat plant-based, I can actually reduce my risk of getting cancer quite significantly, actually. And I was like, oh, okay, then I'm plant-based now. So literally the next day I turned plant-based, I had no idea what to eat. I was vegetarian, so it was not like the biggest, you know, change, but still like, you know, cutting out eggs, dairy, no more fish and everything. So it was, it was still a bit of a change. And for Michael, it was really more after his chemo where, you know, like he was cancer free, but not healthy. And that's like where I kind of more could do my magic. And I kind of came in and I was like, okay, so I have this cabinet of superfoods here and (laughs) I have spirulina, I have wheatgrass, you know, like I had maca, I had like chia seeds, I I had all of it. And I was this crazy person every single morning scooping right everything in my smoothie and like I came with the weirdest color drinks to you know I was in college still and and people are like what are you drinking you're crazy 
he was like, this is expensive. And what are these things? And I had an empty jar threw a bunch of things together. And I told him, just take this every single day. For him, like using the superfoods, I basically put him on like a plant-based detox. And he just started to feel really good pretty quickly, actually, too, right? Like actually really, truly becoming healthy again. And that was really the moment where we're like, okay, there are a lot more Michaels out there meaning people who do want to be healthier, but don't necessarily know where to start. And I think superfoods for us have always just been, they're nothing new right away, right? If you look at Ayurveda, if you look at Eastern medicine, South America, any of these ingredients have been used for thousands of years. So like, it's nothing new that we're doing. We're just making it easier, more accessible for people by mixing them together. And there were a lot more people, you know, who want to improve their health, but don't really know where to start. Nine out of 10 people don't eat enough fruit and vegetables, which is crazy. And we're talking about the minimum required amounts. We're not talking about the optimum. We're talking about the minimum required amounts. So it's just a very convenient way of just getting more nutrients into your system. And that's really where, you know, our journey started. And then my mom and aunt were from Clare Nutritionist. So together with them, we created that line of mixes of different superfood mixes, each with their own function, five, six ingredients. We never used any stevia or sweeteners, flavoring. It's just nature and that's it. Love it. So going back to when you first watched Forks Over Knives, do you remember at that time, was it like, were you watching it because of what was happening with Michael or what was really like the impetus? Were you on this, your own personal journey to get healthy? I was on a big journey for a long time already. So because I had eczema growing up and I had this already since I was basically born. I was born with a C-section. So that was probably why, right? But So your gut was not flourishing and filled with good gut bacteria? It was very interesting. So I think like in my teenage years, right, I would eat A and I would get a rash and I would eat B and I wouldn't get a rash. So the connection between food and my body, you know, I really saw it firsthand. So I think that was like such a blessing in a way. And then I went, you know, through years and years and years, I went through more holistic doctors, right? Because my mom was also more on the holistic side, but also to more traditional things and nothing really worked. And, you know, I had periods where it was better. And then there was, you know, I think sometimes also very emotional, right? So if you're stressed, like X amount will flare up again. And then all this, like, you're playing tennis. Oh, I'm playing tennis. Yeah. I'm living life, right? I was there again, there were periods where it was really bad and there was periods, right? Where it's manageable, but Often then it was a little bit of steroid cream, right? So it was always suppressing. And I came to that point, right, where I was always experimenting, trying different things. And as I turned plant-based, I was also at the point where it's like, I'm done with any pills, whether there were holistic, whole food, probiotic pills, or I was just like, I don't want to have any of it. I kind of just threw it all out. And I was like, I just want to, you know, heal this naturally with food. It's not just going vegan, right? Which a lot of people are like, oh, if you're vegan, you must be healthy. It's like, it is about eating actual whole foods, right? So yes, I was juicing. I was doing all the smoothies. having like a lot of fresh fruit and vegetables. Still also obviously cooked food, but just like very, very clean. And it took me still two years, right? So when I was basically 25, I was finally got rid of the eczema. And it's it's interesting when I started your super, I look at some of those pictures and I was so bloated right you could just see in my face that how much inflammation i was still holding in my body actually so that is something by really changing my diet really actually got rid of the inflammation because that's you know with a lot of you know autoimmune diseases as well it so often is inflammation yeah absolutely i actually just had on the podcast dr akil i don't know if you are familiar with him but he just came out with a book on an integrative approach to healing autoimmune disease 
So curious, what was there something like super specific in your diet that you had changed or was it a number of things that really... I think it was really going plant-based. That's yeah. just something that really, really works for me. And I think for a lot of people, right? I mean, there's a reason why so many athletes also turn to a plant-based diet because, yeah. you know, your recovery time is also like the faster you reduce your inflammation, the faster you recover. And it was going plant-based, eating whole foods, and I started eating superfoods too. So I think it was the combination of it, you know, of it all together, but just really focusing on what what is in nature and like what is my body missing obviously you know going plant-based you can start focusing on, oh i cannot have this and i cannot have this but i think for anyone listening right even if you're not ready to go like oh i'm turning plant-based tomorrow like you're like no i'm not doing that it's like just start focusing on eating more fruit and vegetables start focusing on like what are you missing in your diet because i think that's sometimes more important than what to cut out right now like let's just start eating more fruit and vegetables and like Focus on that piece. What do you need more of in your life versus what maybe you don't need, but just leave that alone for now. Yeah, I love that approach of filling your plate with more of the stuff and then the naturally crowding out bad. Yeah. All right. So getting back to you come up with these mixes and ultimately start your super 10 years ago. What do you think was really, as you said, like, you didn't bring anything new. You brought these ancient superfoods to the world, but you've yeah. created such a successful, amazing brand. What do you think was really your approach to building the brand that really worked and resonated with people? Yeah. So I started this business, right? I was like 22, 23. Together with Michael was also pretty young. I never had actually a real job before, just some internships. So I had no idea what I was doing. Let's just put that out and foremost. And the best I, way to start having no idea. That's right. Just start. Yeah. I had no idea. And were this, you guys married at the time or? No. no we, were, okay. we were together already for quite a long time. We met when I was like 18, right? So, you know, we were together for like four or five years, which felt like a long time then. Sure. Now, we, yeah. now we know each other for 15 <laughs> years. I'm like, five years doesn't feel that long. No, I think for us, it really that journey of doing everything step by step, right? The first, because people always look at the brand now and they're like, oh, that's such a successful business. But I think it's way more, you know, like there were so many years where there was like, it was so slow <laughs> and it was, there was a basically nothing, right? We started in Europe. We used to mix everything by ourselves together by hand and a little certified organic room. And we learned a lot along the way. And one of the things we learned was also like, hey, you had, you know, your sourcing really matters. Like a wheatgrass from, uh, I remember so vividly, a wheatgrass from Germany versus a wheatgrass from China. And a wheatgrass from China was like yellow, didn't smell like anything. And then a wheatgrass from Germany really literally smelled like, like grass. And it was like vibrant wow. and green. And yeah. we're like, oh, so we really need to be so specific where we source things from because they're going to taste different they're going to smell different. And they're naturally, right, if things taste and look and smell different, they're also going to be better for you, by the way. That's something that became one of our core values of like, hey, you know, where do we source from? And as we grew, we basically built up, you know, direct relationships with partners in those countries where we source from. That has been really important. And I think in the end, really, we're super passionate about this. We live this lifestyle. We use our own products every single day. And I know this sounds funny, but I don't think everyone who starts a superfood business actually does, right? (laughs) So I think it's just having that story and just like really living this lifestyle ourselves is like really what helped us in the end grow the business. I think building a business is really hard. Also a lot of fun, right? It's a duality of both. All of it, yeah. All, All of it. But if your heart is not in it, 
it's those hard moments you're not going to continue so i think that's really has been the key and and just really being able to share of like hey this is how we're living our life and we can do it so you can do it too and i think that has helped us and we went from we started small in europe we're still very small already went to the u.s and everyone was like what are you doing you shouldn't you shouldn't do this we're like no no we're here and you know just like trust our, our gut instinct and just figure it out and i think one of the most important things there's not one way of building a business right and i've also fell on the trip over the years where it's like oh you should do business this way it should be done this way and what I've learned is just like, you know, you can just, it's a career. It's also every, you know, so many pieces in the business are so creative where like, just figure out your way and you don't have to do everything. Just figure out what feels right for you. And even if you think about marketing, you don't have to run a hundred different marketing channels, right? Just focus on maybe a handful where you really go deep and do a really good job. Absolutely. What do you think looking back at, particularly you said like you didn't have a job, you, I mean, your job was you were playing tennis, you were a tennis player. So what in your tennis has really helped you in business today? Yeah. So I actually was injured. I didn't play anymore. I had a, I got a slip disc in college, uh, which is a whole other story. We don't have to go (laughs) in. But I think what I learned growing up playing so much tennis is it's so many things, right? It's the the discipline, the winning and the losing, right? Yeah. Just said it's Which not is the, huge, the winning it's, it's and the losing. It's so important. I think it is just the tenacity of just like keep showing up every single day, which I think is so important. So there's so many things. I mean, obviously I was competitive. I play sports, right? And I think I found that in business too. And it's funny because I think the only person I'm competing with is actually myself. I really like it. But it's fun, right? You know, there are moments where sometimes you take it too serious. And I think now also 10 years in, and now with also a little baby, it just all gives a different perspective. Where I'm like, yeah. why am I actually doing what I do, right? It's because A, I want to really help people and you know, I just want to have fun with it as well. And I think it's a good reminder for everyone is to, you know, whether you have your own business. And I also always really like to, like a lot of people have jobs and I think that's amazing. It's just like, just take a step back also for yourself. It's like, what is your mission in life? What are you passionate about? And like, what is it that, you know, whether it's changing something in the world or adding something in the world or how you want to help people? Because we often all want to actually help people. And if you know that from yourself in your personal level, then find a job that also, you know, is aligned with that. And that's also such an amazing way to fill your own cup. Yeah, I could not agree with that more. I feel so grateful having my purpose, my passion be one and the same and being able to find that is is so key to longevity, really. I agree. It's almost hard to imagine not to have that, but I think I know not everyone has that, right? So if if you're not there, and it's, it's also not easy, right? Like, just even the question of like, oh, figure out what your mission in life is. That's a huge question. And maybe it also evolves over time. So it's also like check in with yourself maybe every year or, you know, maybe even if you do it every couple of years, but check in with yourself like, hey, is this still true? Or are there things I'm learning in my life and other things that I want to share, right? So I think it's it's just interesting. And I think not everyone, often people look at the founders and like, oh, they should have the mission and everything. But also I think it's, everyone can think about it this way, right? It's like, what do you truly care about? And are really passionate about sharing, you know, with the world and then finding a job that's aligned with that. Yeah, absolutely. So getting more into your passion and talking about 
sourcing ingredients because I'd love to touch on yeah on that. And first of all, maybe let's identify what superfoods are because I think that's a term and and we use it certainly, but it's a term that can be confusing and really like, how do you guys define superfoods? And we'll get into some of those. Yeah. I always like to keep it very simple where superfoods are just very nutrient dense ingredients that have specific health benefits. I think that's the easiest way to describe it. That people are confused. I understand if you, you know, anywhere, like everything is now a superfood. And I think it's interesting because on the other hand, how this is what I sometimes say, like if you walk into a supermarket, there's so much packaged just stuff that is just not great where I'm like any fruit and vegetable that is fresh laying there is already a superfood in itself right right? (laughs) so I think that is on the other hand where I'm like I mean I understand where we're coming from but I think it's it's really some of those ingredients that are such powerhouses and it's not just the vitamins and the minerals right it's like the antioxidants the phytonutrients Adaptogens are so powerful, how they can actually help balance your body and, you know, reduce stress. So there's just so much there. And those are some, you know, some of the ingredients maybe you don't, you know, get to buy fresh every single day either. So let's talk about some of your top favorite superfoods and maybe kind of dividing them into function. So skin hormone, detox immunity, anti-inflammatory. Yeah, I think skin and hormone is super interesting. I think uh, skin, I love acai. I love maki. I think those are fantastic. Chia seeds doesn't sound really sexy anymore, but I think chia seeds are fantastic. Great for omegas, also high in vitamin E. And then for hormones, I love maca, right? Maca is from Peru. It's an amazing root, grows on a really high mountain and is an amazing hormone balancer. And also, by the way, for men, right? I think often when we say hormone balancing, thinking right away for women and it's fantastic for women, but it's also really good for fertility in men, right? And for libido and all those things. And then another one, which is more from Ayurveda, which is Jatavari. It's also a root, which is interesting. It's fantastic. And they're really easy to use. Interesting thing, right? Often, and that's what we do, like Jatavari tastes so bitter and really not good. (laughs) So... If you buy it by itself, right, totally fine. Throw it in your smoothie, all good. But you only need small amounts. It's very powerful. And I always love combining, if I think about our mixes, right? We often combine two of those very, very powerful ones with other things that really complement, right? So like if you think about our hormone mix, it's just moon balance. We use Shotavari and Maca, but then we'll combine it with, for example, a beetroot that is like a blood builder, but you know, it's a little easier on the palate. Sure. Um, <laughs> above, very high in vitamin C and also actually very hydrating, which is also an amazing one, right? So we love combining some of the like, so I always say like the more bitter they are, mostly the healthier the food actually is with some of the things that are just coming from nature, but a little easier on the palate. Detox, you said? Detox, immunity, and anti-inflammatory. I think detox and immunity, greens. We all need more greens. If you could only have one green superfood, what would it be? I would want to say wheatgrass. And the second one would be moringa. I think moringa is also fantastic. But I mean, they're all great. I think spirulina is also great. So I think those are fantastic ones. I think wheatgrass is just so versatile and anyone who doesn't know Anne Wickmer check her out uh, she was in the 50s healed herself actually from cancer by just drinking so many wheatgrass shots wheatgrass enemas sprouts it's just like this amazing regimen which you can also go to Hippocrates Institute who's still where you can follow that protocol if you want to and I think it's 
it's a really amazing one. And if you then think about inflammation, I think just always I come back to turmeric. It's so simple, but like add it to your smoothie, make lattes with it, cook with it. It's just a really, really powerful one. But then always a good reminder is that, yes, they all have specific health benefits. But sometimes I remember when I was writing copy and I was like, okay, I want to be very clear and give them one benefit, right? I think it's really helpful but they all support also just your overall health because, you know, we're one human, we're one body and everything's interconnected. So if something is not working in your skin, right? The skin is your biggest organ. It's really just your body talking to you of like, Hey, something is not working. So I think it's, it's just interesting to, to remember like, Hey, just eating those things. It's going to affect a lot of different little parts in your body. You're going to feel a lot better. And you guys do obviously such a great job by taking what could be overwhelming to go to the store, obviously, as you started and buying all these different superfoods. And so making your different mixes. So you talked about the moon balance. What is your number one selling product? Uh, That is nowadays, actually. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's super interesting. I think another one that's very popular is plant collagen. So obviously, mostly collagen is actually made of beef or fish bones, right? If it's animal-based. So what we've done, and I think there are two mixes that are fantastic for this. Plant collagen is great. So you have rice tacos in there, but also Forever Beautiful, which has berries, but then also acerola. And acerola is really high in vitamin C. You have actually the superfoods out there is acerola, camu camu, and amla berry. Those are really naturally highest sources of vitamin C in nature. And vitamin C is such a powerful antioxidant and it actually helps your skin you know produce more collagen by itself so i think that's always a good reminder it's like hey you don't necessarily need to eat the collagen there are also things you can do and give your body to just make sure it produces its own collagen as well smoothies are one of our favorite meals or snacks here at purely elizabeth but you know what we love even better a smoothie bowl That's why we've partnered with Smoothie King to add our organic original granola on top of their new smoothie bowls for the perfect salty sweet crunch. All six new smoothie bowls features an acai or pitaya base with a variety of fresh ingredients such as locally sourced fruit, dried coconut, goji berries, honey, or peanut butter, and our granola. It's super easy to order directly through the Smoothie King app or you can order in-store starting April 6th. Can't wait for you to try it. I know you're going to love it. Enjoy. Getting back to the sourcing, has there been a favorite superfood ingredient where you've gone to visit the supplier, the farmer, and seen that you've been just like, oh my God, I can't believe how cool it was to see X. So any of the farmer trips we have done and any farmer I meet, I'm basically their biggest fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if it's the same for you, but it's just like, As a city person, just like being there and just like understanding how much love and care goes into growing these foods and harvesting them. It's just, it's incredible. And we just forget that, like with just the foods always on our fingertips. Um, What I love seeing is how they use also the superfoods themselves. For example, we were in the Amazonia and Brazil for visiting acai, which is actually wild acai, and then they harvested And I was like, okay, so how do you like, show me your acai bowl. What are you guys doing? Right. And they have, to be fair, it is an acai bowl, but acai is actually very bitter and they eat it bitter. So it's just the the acai puree. Basically they have it next to their meal. So they eat it with savory food, for example, next next to their lunch. And it's just a very bitter 
puree. It's very interesting because it's also high. Acai is so fascinating because it's also high in omegas. So it's almost a little creamy as well. But yeah, so different than what we think acai should right. be, right? So it they're not like drizzling acai. it with nut butter and honey and <laughs> no, none of that. <laughs> I'm putting granola no, on top. <laughs> no, I mean, I think I like a good acai bowl. Like, don't get me wrong, right. but it was just so interesting, right, to be there and see yeah, how they that's use so it. Cool. They do make, obviously, if you go, like, in cities, they have acai ice cream, and they obviously do, all the, like, a lot of those things with it. But, like, really in, like, the more, like, the native Amazonia community, they're like, no, no, we just eat it plain, like, next to our lunch, which was, by the way, they're not plant-based, but they eat 99% plants, right? So yeah. I think that's always a good reminder and it's a blue zone right where yeah you don't have to be 100% plant-based but just make sure you're eating a lot a lot of piece of your diet is just actually plants so let's dive into plant-based eating and your new cookbook which is out your super life let's talk about a little bit about the book and your super eating philosophy and pillars of why yeah. So the book is out. It's called Your Super Life. And it's basically a hundred plant, hundred over a hundred plant-based recipes. Very easy recipes because I think we're all busy and I'm not a chef. So I also just like to throw things together, but still have them taste good. And then always optional superfood. So I love showing people that you can also put it in savory foods where we just talked about, right? Like so also even can you put acai in a dressing or, hey, you can hide some greens in your pasta sauce or, hey, you can use some of this amazing like reishi and shaga, right, in a mushroom stir fry. So I, I love showing that. Um, but then the first 80 pages of the book is way more uh, educational. So obviously we talk about superfoods and explain some of the history of like the top 25 superfoods. And then a piece that I kind of wrote down because people over all these years, and that's also really why you wrote a cookbook, actually, they're like always our customers are like, okay, but what are you eating? And like, tell me like, what are, we have this detox, like, what should I be doing after the detox? And it's like, well, here's the answer, right? And the pillars, basically how we broke it down, we call it always healthy, easy, and delicious, where under healthy is, right? Like eating, you know, mostly plant-based, cutting out, you know, a lot of processed foods. So that's really focusing on that healthy piece. And then from easy, it's like, can we make meals? And I'm just giving a quick summary, but quick meals, right? Like 20 minutes, like keeping it really simple, where then delicious is way more about like actually enjoying what you eat, right? Because I think there's so much guilt often around eating and feeling that you need to eat less. Um, I also don't think it's about being perfect, right? Like I always like still like the 80-20 approach where it's like, I still eat, you know, vegan chocolate and I'll have a pizza sometimes or some ice cream. And I think that's all good. Just make sure you truly enjoy it. And I think a piece that I always want to remind, especially women of, right, is like, what is true health, right? True health is not about the way you look, right? True health is about the way you feel. And it's about having the energy to do whatever you want in life. And I think that is a a shift I would love for everyone to make, right? Is to like, stop restricting, stop counting your calories, really get out of that diet mentality. And I know that can be really hard because it's like this piece of control, but to just really trust the process, right? If you eat a whole food plant-based diet, right? Like your weight is naturally going to balance, right? And it's not about eating less, right? It's about eating the right food and a lot of it because your body actually needs to be fueled and for it to be healthy. It's not about eating less. It's just about eating more fruit and vegetables and to start counting your plants. We love that approach. It completely resonates with me. 
what tips do you have for people? Because I'm sure you get this question all the time. People like transitioning to a plant-based diet and how to navigate that. And especially I feel like in our world today where there's like so much plant-based crap for lack of a better word out there to really, you know, sometimes you could say, okay, there, there could be a purpose for this as you transition or, or not, but what tips do you have around, around it? Yeah, I think it's not black and white. I think often people are like, oh, but if I mess up, then all doesn't matter anymore. So, so it's just like, just be gentle with yourself. Like I might be the person who like went hardcore the next day, but Michael was also way more of just a transitional period. So, you know, kind of have the conversation, say maybe it's only your breakfast that you want to change first, or maybe it is certain days in the week. So I think that can be really helpful. And then we often have these 10 recipes that we make on repeat. You know, those moments when you're like, okay, I'm tired at night. I don't know what to cook. And we always keep making the same five to 10 recipes on repeat. And it's like kind of just take inventory of what what are those recipes right now? And like, what would be the healthier plant-based options for it? And like, just slowly one by one, start adding some of those recipes to your arsenal. And just like, you know, then suddenly before you know it, like you start making those on repeat. So I think it's like the small things, right? Like just focus on the small things. They start to add up and you're going to feel different. And I think it's really important to realize is like, you don't have to be perfect, right? Just step by step, start eating more plants and just start to notice how you feel. If you start to feel better, you might want to do more of it. Yeah. That's the amazing thing I think is how quickly that can happen too, right? Especially transitioning from, you know, not having many plants in your diet to really consuming more like that energy, I think is one of the biggest things that instantly starts to change. Yeah. I think energy that also comes from digestion, right? Because you're suddenly eating so much fiber. So like things start to actually move. I think over time, I think for me, which is not something people often think about, but I think it also really changes your mentally. Right. Like if I think about how when I changed my diet, really like from, you know, eating whole food plant based diet, like my mind just kind of opened up. Like, and I was just like a happier person. It's very hard to even put words to it, but it's like more open and connected. It's something that we often don't even think about. Right. Like that food is really, truly affecting our mood, but it really, really does. Right. And I think Dr. Uma Naidu talks about this incredible, actually. Right, of like really the gut brain connection and how important actually it is, right? What we eat is, I mean, basically our gut is anyway such a, you know, our second brain, I think sometimes even our first brain. Uh, and it, it, it just matters. And it's a good reminder. I'm a huge fan of also sometimes doing a detox, right? And a detox is like often people think, oh, it's about not eating. I think it's more about doing a detox for me is like almost like a reset, right? Because we have all these patterns with food and, you know, we, you know, when we're tired, we do this. When we're stressed, we do this. And it's kind of just hitting the reset button of like, okay, this week I'm going to, you know, like focus on just eating only like amazing fruit and vegetables. We actually do a detox, which is what's your detox, huge movie in the morning, plant-based salad, also with roasted veggies and everything for lunch. There are optional snacks. So for example, some nuts, maybe an apple with like almond butter and some acai powder and stuff on top forever beautiful and then a huge smoothie at night. So like the biggest difference is really, you know, your smoothie at night is different, right? Because normally you would have a bigger meal there. We actually did a clinical study on this and it's like incredible where 87% of people like literally report that they feel completely different, energy higher, 
And it's funny, I'm like, I didn't need the clinical study because we've, you know, but we've done this with people yeah. for like so many years. That's um, amazing though. And it's just a reminder of like, in, and it really, honestly, you mostly feel on day three and four, you feel different, right? And day two and three can be the hardest. There's either it's day two or day three because you're cutting out caffeine, you're cutting out processed food, often like, you know, your salt intake is a lot lower, no alcohol, uh, no meat and dairy. And it's just interesting. Your taste buds start to change. You suddenly crave different things. Um, one of my favorite stories is like someone, it's like, okay, I'm going to do this detox, but on Saturday, I'm going to my favorite donut shop and <laughs> I'm going to like, you know, treat myself that I did it. And she went, she did detox, felt amazing, went to the donut shop, ate, took a bite of the donut and was like, this tastes so gross i don't like it oh that's right? awesome and she was actually she wrote it really funny because she was like i'm actually really upset because <laughs> <laughs> you took away my favorite donut it's a reminder and we all need it sometimes i still need it and i i do it every quarter mostly and i always learn something because then it's like suddenly i'm like oh yeah am i really hungry actually or am i just you know, is this a pattern and I'm just craving things just because when I feel this way, I eat this, even though I'm like, actually not even hungry. Yeah, I think it's, that's like a really good in particular one to see that, am I hungry question? Because often we're so on autopilot, but like, we don't even stop to, to question and ask that. Exactly, exactly. But it, it is interesting. Also, probably just the part of the detox, while it's detox, you're loading up on so many different plants and vegetables or fruits and vegetables, sorry, that, you know, coming back to the fiber thing and your gut, it's like, that's one of the most important things for our gut is having that variety of fiber. And so all of that is helping to make you feel mentally happier, clearer, more energetic. And I love that you talk about the fiber piece, because I think so many people, if they talk about gut, they only talk right away about the probiotics, right? Which probiotics for anyone listening, right? I really want you to understand the pre and the difference. We need the pre and pro where pro is like, you're giving your gut healthy bacteria, but prebiotics is really just, you know, the fiber that you're actually eating is feeding the healthy bacteria you already have. And it's so important to have those. And so many people don't eat enough fiber, right? So it's really something to focus on. But if you start like, so there's this study actually, which I love is that if you eat to counter plants. And the goal is to eat 30 different plants every single week. But plants are also right. Your, your nuts, your beans and everything. So I feel even your spices actually is is what uh, Dr. Kiel just said. I was like, okay, I could, I could. So I feel, I feel it's very achievable. I feel like I'm eating more than 30. Definitely. Um, But I think it's a, it's a good reminder for everyone, right? Because maybe you have like always the same vegetables on repeat or the same fruits on repeat. So it's just a, it's a good check-in to just like a little challenge for your, you know, with yourself of like, am I actually doing that? Like count them for a week and see where you end up. Yeah. And having that diverse microbiome is one of the best things for overall overall health. So absolutely. I'm curious to hear aside from the detox, what a typical day in your eating looks like and, and maybe one of your favorite recipes from the cookbook yeah. um, included. So I'm still nursing. So I feel like my diet is like a little more than I actually used to eat, which is funny. And I think that's such a good point, by the way. I think what we eat and what our bodies need, especially as women, but I think also just with age, right? It just, it changes, right? During pregnancy, postpartum, but also 
when you're a teenager versus maybe in your 20s or when you're going for menopause, it's going to change. And I think it's so important to keep checking in and to just really listen to your intuition, right? Versus always the external. And I think we often are like, oh, if she says I should eat this, then I should eat that. It's like, no, no, like you can try it and see how it makes you feel. But like, you have to really learn to listen to your own body. So by the way, every morning it's different, but things that I have on repeat is I love making either a green or a berry smoothie. And even if I do a berry smoothie, I tend to hide super greens or frozen cauliflower in there. Um, and then I, mostly smoothie is not enough. So <laughs> then we'll do, at the moment, I'm really into buckwheat oats, um, mm. which they're so creamy and like kind of a more nutty taste versus just regular oats. So I really like that. But then sometimes I switch it up and I just do fruits with coconut yogurt and a bunch of superfoods on it. Do you have a favorite uh, non-dairy yogurt brand? I just tried Coco June, which I really like. Yeah, and I also tried uh, Kulina, which I also think, I think both are actually really nice. Yeah. Those are great. And also I I can find it on a farmer's market. I found here like amazing gluten-free sourdough bread. I'm like, let's have the bread. It's great. So I think those are options, like on my, like kind of my, my breakfast table, the superfoods. I love doing it in a smoothie, but I will also do it in my oats. Even if I have a bread with almond butter or something, I'll sprinkle some on top. So I, I love like kind of like playing with them and just being creative. Then for lunch, my favorite is just a huge salad, but then always with whether it's potatoes in there. I actually love potatoes. I love sweet potato, but definitely some roasted vegetables in there and like carb heavy as well. Love adding some beans, making a good tahini dressing and just throwing whatever I can find in my fridge in it. And then evenings like change every day, but will be from a curry to a pasta. So definitely more like cooked. Warming. Yeah. Roasted vegetables, just like stir fries, love stir fries. I, so by the way, I love everything that goes in one pan. <laughs> so, right. Make it easy. Just whatever you can throw in one pan together. Those are the type of meals I like. Um, and then, you know, snacks sometimes as well. I'm a huge fan of sometimes chocolate. I think there's a lot of guilt around eating chocolates. I just want to remind everyone there's a very big difference, right, between eating a chocolate bar that has 500 different ingredients and the half we cannot pronounce and I, a ton of sugar and all those things, where there is also just amazing, like more pure chocolate and like healthier sugar, you know, in there, like a coconut sugar versus just like a, a white processed sugar. So, it's just, there are always healthier alternatives are there, right? So just read the ingredient list if you eat something. Uh, even if you eat, uh, if you eat an ice cream sometimes, it's just like read the ingredient list, kind of skip the table, but just check actually what is in the food you're eating. I think it's so much more important than just like how many calories something has. Totally. Uh, and favorite recipe. I think it's so hard. There are hundred recipes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> My favorite piece in the book, because that's really how I tend to cook, is that we created 10 how-to sections that are basically sections where we give you five steps of making a curry, uh, five steps of making a pasta with whatever vegetables you have in your fridge. Because I really want everyone, besides making, you know, some of these recipes, but also to learn how to, you know, create your own. Because it's really unhandy, right? If you have only zucchini left, but you see a pasta recipe with, I don't know, eggplant, like I want you to understand that you can still follow certain steps and make an amazing pasta with whatever vegetable you have. I love that. I think that's such a great tip. And 
I know personally, I love to like, I hate wasting what's in my fridge. So being okay. able to have something like that, just be like, okay, here's what's left. Let's see what I can do with it is great for people to learn how to do. And I make my best recipes with the leftovers, right? Yeah. Because if, if I just did groceries, I'm going to all my, you know, usual recipes. And then I'm like, okay, I know I need to do groceries, but I didn't do groceries yet. Let's look what's still left in the fridge. And that's where all the creativity comes totally. out. And then I come out with something new and I'm like, this is great. Like, why do I never made this before? Right. So sometimes we use those moments to like be creative and, and try something new. And if it turns out not to be amazing, then I always just joke, just throw more tahini on top of it. And it tastes <laughs> like tahini. Perfect. <laughs> I'm curious to hear other than the food that's nourishing you throughout the day, what are the other things that you do? Maybe a morning routine, a night routine, maybe midday, things to make you feel your best and really thrive. Um, so I'm huge on morning routines for years. I have shared our morning, my morning routine a lot. And people were always like, yeah, just wait until you have kids. Just wait until you have kids. We'll be very different. And now I have a baby. I have to tell you, it is different. However, <laughs> they were right. <laughs> they were right. You were all right. What I've learned, though, it's all about being flexible, right? So what I love doing, actually, is I have this little list of like 10 things that make me feel good. Right. So that means like, okay, I want to drink a smoothie in the morning. I want to move my body. Right. So I love doing some Pilates, for example. I want to make sure I go for a walk. Um, then I love a little dance party. So it's like those kind of things. I may just made a small list, 10 things. And I don't do them all every single day. But what I love doing is just to kind of like, um, at the, basically I do this at the end of the day or the next morning. And it is kind of track of like, okay, what did I do yesterday? And how did I feel? Did I feel good or not good? Uh, and if I don't, if it was not a great day and I often didn't do many of those things, right? So it's just a, it's like a mental reminder of like, okay, how can I just pluck those little things in that make me feel better? And therefore I'm also just feel better throughout the rest of the day. I love that. I too have a ongoing list of like things that make me feel my best. Yeah. We're always adding to to it. And it's always just a good reminder, whether that's like part of your morning routine or just in your day, of, if you're feeling down and not so great, like look at the list and say, yeah. okay, I could do this. It's, it could be a small thing, it could be a big thing, it could be like breathe for two minutes consciously or- yeah. Medi you know. like meditating but meditating to me nowadays is like okay can i just sit for five minutes close my eyes and breathe and like you know i already feel better sometimes it, like on my list is also just calling a friend yeah and it sounds silly right but like those are the things like that really do make a difference and i think sometimes we make it too complicated or too rigid and i think it's it's really more and that's what i said it's it's not about like, it's just like, what makes you feel good? And everyone's list should be different, right? Because it's going to be different things that are going to make you feel good than, you know, than someone else. Love that. All right, we're going to move into some rapid fire Q&A. Love that. <laughs> the best advice you've gotten in the past six months? Oh, this one I really remember. It's, uh, but it was very related. So this one is for moms, but everything is a face, but I actually think it applies to life too. Everything is a face. So just, you know, like the hard things, but also the good things. Just remember it's a face, enjoy it in the moment and know that the hard things also will pass. A favorite book, podcast, or mentor for growth? I, for the years, I really enjoyed Tony Robbins actually. And I really enjoy his app, he has some really great programs on there. And one of them, which is not something a lot of people talk about, but is a relationship course, 
which is from many years ago from him, but I think it's fantastic. And I think we all need to also in our relationships, right? Like grow together with your partner. I think I really recommend that one. Three things that you're currently loving. It could be a product, TV show, anything. Definitely loving the Coco June right now. <laughs> Which flavor and is your favorite? I like always plain. Yeah. I don't know. I like just plain and then rather just add like fruits and, you know, like I might add granola or whatever and I'm adding. I like to keep it simple. I really like the workouts from Melissa Wood Health and I'm already doing them for quite a while. I, so I love 15 minute Pilates sessions. <laughs> I think that's a tip for everyone. Just do 15 minutes. Like it makes all the difference, but just move a little bit every single day. You don't need to do a 45 minute thing. I, I cannot even get myself to do it. So I think that's another one. And I mean, there's so many things. I think for me, really the other thing is just like really enjoying to feel, and it sounds funny, but just really focusing on hydration somehow this keeps popping up but i think it's maybe it's because i'm nursing also but i think hydration is something that's often overlooked and i think we can run just through our day and just forget to just drink water so like just having a good bottle and keep refilling it is something a bottle i'm really really enjoying just having a bottle <laughs> favorite words to live by to just do it and go with the flow we don't need to know step 100. We don't need to know everything that's going to happen, um, but just trust the process, go with the flow and, and just go for it. What is one thing you wish more people knew about you? You have some tough ones here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, I mean, I don't know. What is everyone thinking about me anyways? But it's, it's just that I, I'm like a really normal person right? I'm from Holland and I'm, you know, like, I think it's interesting, right? Because then they see you as this, sometimes as this founder, you did this big thing. And it's like, I'm just a really normal person. And just, just remember if I can do it, you can do it too. I think it's a good, a good thing to remember. Favorite your super moment in the uh, 10 years. In the 10 years. Yeah. I think, oh, there's so many. There's so many. <laughs> I think it's, it's so interesting because I think, and you can probably relate to this too. I think, especially in the beginning, right? You're just sprinting, sprinting, sprinting. And then, you know, you get to the 10 years and you're like, oh my God, this is such an amazing ride. I wish I would have enjoyed more of the ride. And uh, because the cool moments are all there when it's happening. But probably one of my favorite ones was just like, we used to have lunch parties in the office. Uh, before we were remote and I think so I'm really looking forward to have a book launch so we have another launch party but those are always fantastic there's a good energy and everyone comes together and I think that's yeah I'll keep that as a favorite as a favorite moment love that and lastly what's your number one non-negotiable to thrive on your wellness journey a lot of plans is definitely non-negotiable and I think the other one is just to move my body every day and that can mean going for a walk Right. So, but it's just to really make sure, you know, nourishing my body and moving my body. Love it. In closing, is there anything that we haven't touched on that you want to share? Otherwise, where can everybody find you and the new cookbook and your products? I feel like we went through a lot. <laughs> so we'll leave it at here. The book, Your Super Live, is basically anywhere where you would buy your book. So that is from Amazon, Bookshop, Barnes & Noble, Target, wherever you go. And then I'm on uh, at Crystal and Michael, as well as on at your superfoods and Instagram, and then on your super.com. 
Wonderful. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me on Live Purely with Elizabeth. I hope you feel inspired to thrive on your wellness journey. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review. You can follow us on Instagram at purely underscore Elizabeth to catch up on all the latest. See you next Wednesday on the podcast.